Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning again, Laura Matice, Executive Director of Achieving Dreams. Laura, great to have you with us as always. Well, thank you, John. I'm glad to be here. And don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Uh, Laura, it's been about a year and um, still having to deal with a COVID issue. About a year since we had you on the air last time. Still having to deal with a COVID issues. There have been some changes and adjustments along those lines that will um, go through uh, during the course of the show just to help people better understand what you do on a day-in, day-out basis and also how you're dealing with the current pandemic. But let's get started with a little bit of history and background and leading right up into who you are and what you do and why you exist. Very good. Thank you. Um, well, Achieving Dreams was formed by special education professionals, um, retired individuals, as well as parents who had identified the need for a unique day hab that was community engaged for adults you know, in the community with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Okay. And uh, let's see, you've been going for how, how many years Since now? Since 2014. Mm-hmm. And you meet at uh, Shiloh Road Church of Christ, I understand, on Paluxy and um, Shiloh. Yes, we actually rent space from Shiloh Road uh, Church of Christ in a building called Gate 11 that's mm -hmm. in the back of their parking area. And we're blessed to have use of a large gymnasium space as well as a commercial-sized kitchen that really allows us to have that social distancing that is so important right now. Okay, well, we hit the COVID piece pretty early on in the show, yes. didn't we? Um, and uh, I think we probably ought to preface what we say for the rest of the show by saying things have gotten better. You're getting out into the community more, but still have to take those precautions. And we'll, we'll touch on that during the course of the show. Let's talk about, um, first of off, your mission. And you mentioned it in passing. Let's get into a little bit more detail about exactly uh, what your mission is and what you try and do under those auspices. Well, in working with individuals with special needs, these are adults who have moderate to high functioning um, disabilities. And we provide opportunities and support for them within the community. And that's through like partnerships that we have with various other nonprofit organizations as well as businesses. And we can elaborate on that too. Um, and we look beyond disabilities and instead focus on capabilities and expanding possibilities for the individuals in our program. And uh, I see that you consider the well-being of the individual at every level and assuring your program addresses the human needs we all share. And I'm pulling that right off the notes that you gave me, but I think that's very well put. There really does have to be a very strong focus on helping these folks achieve their dreams. Yes, yes, like all of us. I mean, we all um, have both social and spiritual and um, vocational um, interests and just hobbies that we enjoy. Um, and we touch on all of those things at our day have program. Mm -hmm. And uh, getting back to what you were telling me earlier, you were founded about seven years ago by retired special education professionals and parents of adult children with disabilities who recognize the need for Again, a more community-engaged, uplifting option for dehabilitation services. Going back many, many years ago, people with these types of developmental disabilities and issues were really not very well understood. I'm going back to when I was a kid, you know, uh, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole model has changed for the better. And I would say that Achieving Dreams has been right 
uh, in the nexus of that, just really trying to further that along to where these folks are not just shunted off or told to stay home and stay out of sight, but where you actually engage them and, again, help them achieve their dreams. And I think that's just such a good way of putting it. I'm glad you chose that name for your agency. Well, our founders, and really led by Rhonda Reuter, um, she really took a, a step forward for starting Achieving Dreams uh, related to her son, Will. Um, so her and her husband, Dr. Frank Reuter, mm-hmm. were instrumental in getting it started um, as parents. And uh, also Will had gone through St. Louis School, um, and that's how all the connection to the other founders came about is because they all identified the need to have something that was an option beyond people sitting at a table doing puzzles all day and and or coloring and because we we do different crafts and activities like that sometimes too but there's so much more um, that can be offered for people um, and we really deliver on that. Mm-hmm. Laura Matice, Executive Director of Achieving Dreams, and Tyler is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, and we may be just a tad overdue in getting some contact information out to you. Uh, of course, you meet at Shiloh Road Church of Christ at the corner of Paluxy and Shiloh in Tyler. Phone number is 903-630-7724. Email address easy to remember, achievingdreamsoftyler at gmail.com. And the website is AchievingDreamsOfTyler.com, I believe. Is that correct? I don't know if I wrote that down or not. Uh, it's uh, AchievingDreams.org, www.AchievingDreams.org. Thank you for correction, AchievingDreams.org. I need to write that down so I don't forget it. And you're also on Facebook. Yes. Alrighty. We have uh, a very active Facebook page that mm-hmm. reveals a lot about how fun it is to be an achiever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course... Uh, Practically everybody does these days, but in this particular instance, I mean, there's so much that you, that you can learn that we're obviously not going to be able to touch on today. So that that website and that uh, um, Facebook page sound like great resources for people to learn more about your agency and about uh, maybe how they, they might fit into the picture. And there are several ways they can do that, which we'll get to during the course of the show. Now, your day habilitation program, uh, is that really the meat of what you do, would you say, fr- Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Yes, sir. Um, we we start out the day when the achievers arrive where they have a little bit of physical activity. Then we have like a devotional period. Um, and then we go into pre-vocational activities or doing some sort of craft projects, things like that, when we're actually on site. Uh, but most mornings we're actually going out into community um, to various community partner sites where they're doing those pre-vocational training activities um, and, and helping in the community. All righty. And you go out into the community almost daily in a couple of groups. Uh, yes. Is there, uh, is there any uh, method to that, any particular reason that you go out in two separate groups? Well, we have two vans, uh, and uh, it helps the groups uh, be a more manageable size, which also helps us to maintain some of that that distancing. That's sort of a, mm-hmm. an added bonus, if you will, that we were already structured that way. All right. Now, your community partners include various businesses and other nonprofit organizations. This is where the achievers, and we want to be clear, that's the term that you use. Achievers can learn skills as team members and give back to the community. Maybe a couple of examples of the kinds of businesses and nonprofit organizations that these achievers go to on a day-in, day-out basis and the kinds of things that they're doing and how they're basically learning by doing and giving back to the community. 
Well, one of our uh, long-term community partners um, is uh, a pizza a place in town, and they fold pizza boxes and help tidy up their arcade area and cleaning off of tables and just learning about those sorts of skill sets. Uh, another one of them is a Hand Up Network, where it's a charitable thrift store, and they help hang clothes and sort things and um just generally learn those organizational skills and and teamwork is a big emphasis as far as all of the different activities that we do Um, one of our most recent community partners that we established you know post-covid was um hangers for hope Mm -hmm. and they they bundle the hangers yes yes sir and they they have you know so many different hangers that come in of all different styles i never knew there were so many and the achievers actually sort those out for them um, and bundle them because they sell some of them uh, back in their store and then others that they use so they have different purposes for each so it's a really great tool and especially for those um, most of the people that are in our program you know they have they're on the autism spectrum so those sorts of activities really you know target their interests and their skills because we're focusing on their abilities so they do great at that kind of thing okay so they're going out into the community they're learning work skills they're learning life skills social skills and giving back to the community all along and just basically what you're shooting for and what it seems like you're uh, achieving mm-hmm. no pun intended on a day in day out basis is a win-win situation uh and this is something i'm curious about and uh, we can kind of uh, just touch on it generically uh as far as people in this uh group and it covers a lot of ground. When you talk about autism, for example, you're talking about the entire autism spectrum. So uh, no two people's situations are exactly alike. From time to time, I understand these people are actually able to um, get maybe full or part-time jobs in the community because of the skills that they have learned and the experiences they've had within the auspices of achieving dreams. But that's relatively rare. For the most part, they just kind of keep going, um, basically volunteering around the community. Is that how it works? Yes. Now, since um, when we first talked earlier before we were on air, I had forgotten we do have one achiever that is, does currently work in a certain pizza um, business here Uh in town. And so people can uh, be in our program who are eligible as well as work in community we would actually encourage those who have that desire and and want to pursue those abilities to you know seek out vocational opportunities so as you said though in most cases it's it's rare uh, but they certainly are capable of the the right job at, with the right employer is a, a key thing. Mm-hmm. And that gets right back to the whole one-on-one concept. Each person needs to be treated as an individual, his or her uh, dreams being achieved the best way possible. Correct. And, and, and a lot of times the stigma that may come with certain conditions, for instance, when people are defined as nonverbal, well, but they communicate well. They can follow instructions. They can do tasks. But you have to work with them one-on-one to, to lead them and um, help them be able to f- you know, identify what their capabilities are. 
Mm-hmm. Laura Matice, Executive Director of Achieving Dreams in Tyler, is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. AchievingDreams.org is the website. Very active Facebook page. A lot to be learned. I'll bet some good stories being shared on your Facebook page. Maybe we'll have time to share a couple of those later in the show. Of course, with no names. I'm sure that's uh, a given. But email address is AchievingDreamsOfTyler at gmail.com. Phone number is 903-630-7724. And uh, your meeting place, uh, excluding the different places that uh, the uh, achievers go out to in the community is going to be Shiloh Road Church of Christ right there at uh, Paluxy and Shiloh. Now, at present, you only have a couple of openings and the minimum number of days to attend is two per week. So that leads us into what if somebody is listening to the show this morning or sees you on Facebook and says, um, my child or my relative or my friend could probably really use a program like this. I guess the first thing they need to do is pick up that phone and give you a call or shoot you an email. And um, what are some of the things that may or may not happen once that first step has been taken? When they reach out, um, we promptly respond. Um, generally, I'm the person that will call them. And we have a screening uh, process that's a, essentially a questionnaire that we go through conversationally um, as to whether their child is eligible for our services. And it's not like we have a list of, of things that say, okay, this is exactly what makes them eligible. Because as you were sharing, there's such a broad range of abilities. Everybody's an individual. Um, I will say um, a, a key thing that does stand out is that a person, because of our involvement in community, they have to be able to self-manage somewhat as far as behaviorally and also attending their own personal care needs. Uh, that's even more important now with the COVID that um, we're minimally staffed. We're staffed appropriately for those who are eligible. But if they have a, a medically fragile needs, things of that nature, they would probably be a better fit at a different kind of program than ours okay and you will refer them to other programs Correct. in the community if that if it comes there's, to that there's some really great options out there and we we gladly do mutual referrals to one another mm-hmm. uh, and of course that's strong family support i mean you need the parents uh whoever the caretakers of these folks are to really buy in and be as much a part of the team as anybody else right yes for sure um, in fact, we even have one of the parents that volunteers on the days that um, her daughter is not in the program. Um, we have very active parents. In fact, we're going to be developing an auxiliary in the next several months that will include parents mm-hmm. as well as our community partners and other supporters. All righty. Some achievers attend five days a week. Is uh, I, I take it there's some flexibility there. Is it that based on individual schedules? or Definitely. Um, the, the two days a week are a minimum. So they can be engaged mm-hmm. with the others in the program, uh, but um, we do have several that are five days a week. Mm-hmm. Of course, the eligibility screening interview takes place prior to your sending interested persons your application. There is a process involved, and I know people need to be patient, and uh, I'm sure the folks that are making these referrals family, I guess for the most part, they just need to understand these things. And uh, from what you're telling me, I'm, I, it sounds like you're, you get a lot of cooperation. These families really want what's best, and they're very happy to work with you on your terms. Yes, and, and, and they understand that, that the different programs that are out in the community, I mean, all of us wish that we could serve everybody, but we can't. And so mm-hmm. um, we serve a segment of the population. Um, and uh, we just have just that honest, you know, forthcoming conversation. Uh, and uh, it generally works out well. 
Um, so, and, 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 and frankly, it, it's an ongoing process that a person in the program needs to continue to maintain the ability to meet eligibility. Okay, Laura Matice, our guest this morning on In Focus, Executive Director of Achieving Dreams. I'm John Sims. Uh, website achievingdreams.org. They're on Facebook. Lots going on there. Phone numbers 903-630-7724. And then the email address achievingdreamsoftyler@gmail.com. Uh, the main meeting place is the Shiloh Road Church of Christ in Tyler, but the bulk gate, of the activity. Gate 11 building. Gate 11 building. Yes. Yeah. And I, I've done some things at Shiloh Road myself, so you have to make sure you're going in the right door. It's a big place. It is. They have a lot of ministries well, there. We're very blessed to be there. They're great people. Yeah. And of course, they're going to be going out into the community uh, to serve um, with these other businesses and organizations that are your partners. And you do have quite a few of them, I see. Uh, now, as far as payment is concerned, it says, uh, although about half of your clients are private pay, others are on waiver programs with the state, and there's more to that. Uh, let's just kind of run down the gamut of what people need to know about payment for these services. Achieving Dreams is a very affordable option uh, for families, whether it is private pay um, or not. But as far, far as the state waiver programs, oftentimes if they're not already engaged with one of those, there's a waiting list process through various agencies in town. And we actually contract with particular agencies, you know, like Andrews Center and St. Mm -hmm. Giles, for instance, um, where they're getting their uh, case management services through those particular agencies. All righty. So you'll work with them and you'll keep those costs low. And yes. um, it, as you say, very reasonable um, uh, payment program that you have. Uh, now, as the fee for services is very low, you rely on the generosity of donors to keep your nonprofit organization operating as a reliable and quality option for special needs families. I'm cheating again, reading right off the notes that you sent me, but we're hitting it, hitting it right on the head, so that's okay. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more later about how people can donate and volunteer on a day-in, day-out basis. But right now, we want to get to the biggie. This is your annual fundraiser, Circle of Caring. Now, you tell us that this is really critical to helping bridge the gaps in funding your program. Uh, Circle of Caring officially scheduled for October 7th at 6 p.m., but it's online this year, and I guess there are bits and pieces of it that are already underway or about to get underway tell us about circle of caring well the raffle that we have is um, for a trip for up to four family members to moody gardens in galveston and that's ongoing and people can directly get tickets from us or they can go online um, and when they go to our website of achievingdreams.org they'll see at the very top there's um, surfs up a Hawaiian luau, and that's actually the theme this year, which incidentally was um, chosen by the achievers themselves. Um, so we have the raffle there. We have a silent auction that's going to be coming up um, that will be actually coming out about a week before the October 7th event. So it's going to be uh, going live about October 1st for the silent auction to start the bidding. Um, so it has a variety of aspects to it. On the day itself, uh, there's some wonderful videos of all the different activities, theme-related, mm -hmm. that the Achievers have been doing. They've been having a blast with all the different fun um, luau's. In fact, we just had a lunchtime luau for the families and the Achievers that um, Elvis, Josh Davis, tribute artist, was at, um, and he did a fantastic job. Um, they just loved it. We were able to actually keep it a secret from the achievers and, and the families. And when he came into the room, it was just like 
everybody just squealed with delight. It was wonderful. Uh, it was just the other day. You just can hardly go wrong with those Elvis guys. Yes. <laughs> They're always going to draw a crowd and a lot of attention, and in your case, a lot of money that you need to keep this program going. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, again, the Hawaiian luau is the theme. I'm getting hungry already just uh, talking about it, but it is all online this year, and that's way, way, way better than nothing, I guess would be one way of putting and it. And that's why we did the, the in-person Hawaiian luau. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we could have both. Mm-hmm. And again, the raffle is for a trip to Galveston, two nights stay at Moody Gardens, just reviewing here, and uh, the drawing for this uh, to be held on October 1st, and the winner will be revealed on October 7th, just as I understand it, just to um, get the time frame squared away. And then there's a silent auction and a lot more that you can learn just by going to that website, achievingdreams.org. Um, grateful for the numerous supporters who regularly support you, as well as those who are new contributors and beyond the um, Circle of Caring Hawaiian Luau thing that you're going to be doing, uh, actually already are doing in uh, uh, small parts uh donations i noticed that there's a donation tab on your website i'm sure it's easy to go there and um yeah we have a paypal button paypal button yeah on our website so very uh easy to access and of course people can always mail uh, donations as well and as i said we have a very low fee structure and it is critical that we get um, donations in order to make up the difference because it, it really doesn't near cover the cost of operating an organization such as ours Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're right about that. Uh, for people wanting to learn more about you, your website has an updated video that highlights much of what you're about and who we serve. I, uh, when I was getting ready to do this show, it's kind of like cramming in high school. You know, you, you uh, get all the information you can. Unfortunately, I did not have a chance to look at the video. Can you oh. paint a little word picture for us on what people can expect when they watch that? Well, it really gives a great snapshot. It's, I, it's just a two, three minute video, but it covers what we do A to Z. Um, touches on the, the parents uh, who helped initiate it, the other founders, goes into the, the community partner sites. You actually see the faces and, and hear the, the voices of some of the achievers. Um, and it really does well represent where we are today. Okay. If it's only two or three minutes long, I probably could have squeezed that into shame my schedule. Shame on you. I know. You well, um, uh, when I leave, you can do that. All righty. I'll take a look at it a little later on. Okay. Uh, okay. And you mentioned earlier your Facebook page. Let's touch on that again because I want people to understand just, uh, you know, some of the things they can learn and maybe how they can even become inspired and maybe uh, – begin to get to know your achievers a little bit by looking at what you have on Facebook. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about that? The thing that we get feedback on about the Facebook is that it is just so uplifting and surprising for so many people when they see um, just the excitement that the achievers um, ex you know, express every day and their enthusiasm and, and their work ethic. I mean, they have such a great attitude about whatever they're doing because some of the things that we do um, at the site not just in the community um, are pre-vocational we actually have stations sometimes we set up where uh -huh. they're they you know folding clothes they, this they, will be at shiloh road they, yeah life yeah. they have life skill stations that we do as part of it and they're always in so enthused no matter what we're doing so um yeah we have a lot of fun and like 
the other day we're you know doing limbo and and beach Ooh. volleyball kind of things inside the wow. gym we have culinary classes regularly um so because we have a commercial size kitchen that we're blessed to be able to ha- um, have through the location there so they there's a lot of variety to what they do every day and and frankly i mean there's a lot of parents that call us that um you know they they want their child to be able to get into the program but it, it is eligibility based um so um, it's a very vibrant program mm-hmm. uh laura matice executive director of achieving dreams in tyler and i say in tyler how wide an area do you serve is it tyler smith county do you get people calling in from greg cherokee upshur surrounding counties how does that work we, we actually do get people calling in and we do have people come in from um, other cities. I mean, using the Go Bus to be able to get to us and so right. forth. And uh, and and that's the thing about the different people's abilities. There are individuals that um, use public transit, so they're coming in on Tyler Transit. The achievers themselves. Um, now, because we have a maximum of only seventeen um, persons a day, as I said, we only have two slots open at this point and we have a lot of inquiries um, that could change any day now but um, but as far as the different locations uh, we'd like to see an expansion prior to the COVID we were looking at adding a third team that would have enabled us to expand a little bit more but we've had to you know put that on a back burner okay Uh, now you're a great place in your own words for anyone to grow and learn and this is where the volunteer piece comes in uh only have two openings right now for achievers but you're always in need of volunteers tell us a little bit about the volunteer component of your program what kinds of things people are going to be volunteering to do where they come from in uh, in, uh, a large number of cases and uh, what they need to know about your agency if they think they might want to volunteer a person who has interest in volunteering and achieving dreams would somebody that i would think first of all would have a heart for the population um, and that they they realize that everybody is their own individual and that they're able to uh, be comfortable making a connection with the the various people in the program Um, our founders obviously uh, are volunteers Uh, there's several of them that are still on our board that are still engaged Mm -hmm. some of them actually come to the center and volunteer when they're able Uh, so we have volunteers of all different age ranges a a key group that are volunteers to us um, are the UT Tyler students um, as well as we have TJC uh, students that come that are critical so the occupational therapy assistant students um, as well as the nursing students from UT are just so vital and they bring great ideas and they're allowed to make suggestions and and move forward with their ideas with the achievers and, and the achievers uh, love interacting with them mm-hmm. so we have volunteers of all ages mm-hmm. and if somebody comes in and volunteers and passes whatever muster that person needs to pass and it looks like they're going to be interacting not only with uh, you and your staff and the achievers but with some uh very interesting volunteers it looks like there's a lot for volunteers to learn within that volunteer component in and of itself yes and 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 it's just uplifting and everybody who volunteers with us is just that you just as a matter of fact i started out as a volunteer with achieving dreams yes i had left another um disability related organization Uh and a week or two because i had already partnered with achieving dreams um, professionally in another setting 
And two weeks after my uh, leaving this other place, I, I was, uh, I said, you know, I'm really drawn to that, and I f- started volunteering there. And never would I imagine, or was I thinking that there would end up being an opportunity uh, to work there because I wasn't in that place, but. It just really spoke to my heart, and I always left there with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. And that is just so, so important. And you mentioned earlier you're in the planning stages for the development of an auxiliary, which will consist of volunteer supporters, community partners, and parents of achievers. And maybe the next time you come in, we can get an update on that. Um, and you welcome those collaborative projects with other organizations toward creating greater inclusivity. I know you touched on that earlier because you do referrals. Anything else you wanted to share about some of the collaborative projects? We have maybe about a minute or so. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, Azalea Academy, whom we refer to, okay. um, and they have medically fragile clientele and so forth. We'll do a Valentine party usually with them. And um, so come together with uh, the people in their program and our program, um, the there's lots of back and forth referrals that go on with that organization mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but we're always open to potential collaborations and building upon those relationships to enhance the lives of the people that we all serve. Very well put. And um, getting down close to the end of the show, um, we do now have about a minute. And I'll just kind of sum up here. Laura Matice, the executive director of Achieving Dreams, has been our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Um, AchievingDreams.org is the website, very active Facebook page, a really cool two to three minute video that I still need to sit down and watch at some point in the near future. And I will, I promise. You will get goosebumps, I promise. Okay. Well, I think you just convinced me if I wasn't already convinced. Phone number is 903-630-7724. Did I give out the email address? AchievingDreamsOfTyler at gmail.com. Well, I just did. And of course, plenty of opportunities to donate and to volunteer and to be involved in the big circle of caring which you can learn about on the website uh, to be unveiled uh, the event will be unveiled october 7th by 6 p.m a lot of it's already underway go to the website to find out more on that and we're just about out of time laura matice has always it's been a pleasure and very educational for me and for our listeners i'm sure well, listening to you talk about achieving you. dreams Thank you so much, John. Okay, thank you for joining us. Laura Matice, Executive Director of Achieving Dreams, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and as always, we will see you again next week on In Focus.